Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show. Okay. On my talk 1071. Was that planned or just by the spirit? I just by the spirit. Okay. Oh, by yes. the spirit. Just the spirit overtook me. You. Yes, absolutely. Wow. But I do have bad news. Okay, great. Let's get it out of the way. Um, President Biden's German Shepherd is back in the doghouse. What did he do now? He bit somebody again. Oh, God. Yep. He's killed. I know. Maybe we're we're hearing the White House is using the word nipped. Yeah. Oh, God. Which is worth mentioning, you know, because like a nip is, you know, when they're just... At you, you know, just kind of right. like a, not like where, grabbing your whole arm, yeah, and like ripping their head off. back and yeah. forth. Yeah, so we're trying to minimize this, right? Yeah. Um, on Tuesday, <laughs> the press secretary for the first lady released a statement about Major and said Major is still adjusting to his new surroundings. Oh. He nipped on. someone while on a walk. Out of an abundance of caution, the individual was seen by the White House medical unit oh, and then returned to work without injury. So three weeks ago, he went after a Secret Service employee, <laughs> then went for two weeks of discipline training. Then he returned to the White House and then promptly tried to bite a National Park Service employee on the South Lawn. Maybe they had it coming. <laughs> also, Maybe, Steve. I don't like... The White House using copyright infringement. You cannot use abundance of caution outside of the pandemic. That's a phrase that we're burning with the pandemic. We've mm. never heard it before the pandemic. So you can't yeah. just now transfer it. I don't. This is not a reboot. We're not doing a spinoff of abundance of caution. Mm. It, it dies when the pandemic dies, and you use it only about the pandemic. Am I clear? Sure, Steve. Yeah, we're clear. I see a professional dog trainer coming. Okay, how about we send Katie Canine to the White House for a couple weeks? Right? With Caesar Milan. Yes. Yeah. They just come at it from all angles. This is about this has got to be such a bummer for uh President Biden and his family because you just feel so responsible. Well, and, and it you're also, like, come on, dude. You also feel like it looks bad for rescues out there Aww. when this isn't common yeah you right. know you don't yeah i mean you there's usually really good oftentimes well-behaved dogs that come from rescues and uh, it's just too bad i feel like this this dog might need to go away for a little bit longer mm. yeah that's they can't keep dealing with it i mean it's maybe it'll be like a three strikes and you're out thing well that would be a shame that would send a bad message too if they end up rehoming the dog Mm. yeah but you're already working with a bad message there's no there's no real win that's available at this point right yeah because a bad message if he's around that's i don't know how long are they going to have a dog there that's nipping people i want to defend the dog please speak up yes what dog i don't care what dog it is and how nice it is has to be uprooted from his home and put in a huge different place yeah. with 500 different people. Mm. Yeah. And he's a protective dog. Yep. 
So he's just probably freaked out. No other dog has to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, that breed is very guard dog. Yes. Yeah, it's a German Shepherd, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is what they train for canine units, you know? Yeah, they're so smart. Sort of in their makeup. They are wicked smart. Boy, are they smart. I don't like when they bark, though. I don't like when any dog barks. I kind of like it when you have a non-barking dog that every now and then will just woof. Kind of makes me happy. Because <laughs> scares me. I have a non-barking dog, but when he wants something and I'm not responding to him, he'll be like, <laughs> and then it turns into a bark, but you knew that it took everything he had to get it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my just, gosh, that's great. Inside of his head, he's saying, are we doing this? All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to use my voice now. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I just hope they work this out. Yeah. I really do. Steve, does your dog bark? You know, that's a real uh, fortunate situation. Our dog does not bark, which is really great because, you know, he does enough other things that we're, you know, speaking of all this stuff, you know, we have to teach him. He's still, you know, he's eight months. He's in this puppy mode where he still thinks the fun way to get people's attention is to mouth their arm. But that mouthing Um, becomes more when the kids are running by him and then he reaches out. Yeah. Um, I think we had a someone. He drew blood on somebody. I think. I think it got through the skin on somebody. His teeth are getting bigger. His mouth is getting stronger. And so we are really trying to clamp that what down. What do you mean? You think? I wasn't there. I believe that was the story oh, that oh, I was okay. told. Okay. It's like I couldn't tell right. if it was blood or not. So many kids. How is he yeah. going to keep right. track of which one it is? I know. Honestly. Oh man. But yeah, it's uh, it's annoying. In fact, we were thinking that I think what we might just have to tell the other. Uh, parents in the neighborhood for the summer is, hey, um, our dog is still nipping. We're fine if he's nipping our kids. We can manage that situation. But um, if you want to avoid that scenario, if our dog is out, have your kids not come into our yard until he's more consistent and reliable with that so that we can all otherwise enter at your own risk. Right. (laughs) Uh, There's big news in the sports world. Donna, you must have been on your sports forums talking about oh, this. You a know lot. me; I was on Barstool Sports That's all morning. The spot to go. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be a 17th game in the NFL, effective immediately, starting this season. It's the first time that they've expanded the NFL regular season schedule in, I believe, 43 years. It used to be a 14-game schedule. And they've been talking about trying to expand it. Of course, the NFL does really big business. The players weren't on board. They're like, we got to play more. But the owners are like, yeah, but we want to make more. And eventually, you'll be able to make more. Although immediately, players will just be getting smaller game checks. Because now, if you make a million bucks, let's say, instead of it being divided by 16 game checks, it'll be now be divided by 17 hmm. game checks. So the players aren't super thrilled. The owners were really pushing for this. No players were saying, give us more opportunities to play a really physical sport, but it's happening and it's happening immediately. So quick rundown of how this will work. The season will not start earlier. It's gonna be extended a week. So um, it will still start the week after Labor Day. Okay. And then the Super Bowl will move back to the middle of February as opposed to the beginning of February. Mm. Wow. February. Uh, each team only gets one bye week, which is what they get right now. Every team gets one week where they don't play a game. That'll stay the same. Not every team is going to have the same number of home games. So they're going to do this. AFC the first year will get nine home games and eight away games. Mm. And then the NFC the next year will get nine home games and eight away games. So they just have to do that because it's uneven. There are a bunch of memes going around this morning about 
bidding farewell to teams who finished eight and eight. No one will ever finish eight and eight again. Hmm. And people are really oh, yeah. sad about that. <laughs> so they're they're bidding it adieu. Um, and they're probably not going to ch- like put any asterisks in the record books either, because again, the season has changed before. Now it was four decades ago that it last happened that it went fourteen to sixteen. But um, they're probably not going to be changing up any of the records. But, you know, they have season-ending records. Most yards thrown in a season. Most touchdowns thrown in a season. All of those numbers, obviously, will go up. So 17 games for your Minnesota Vikings starting this upcoming NFL season. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Facebook today. What's the biggest mess your dog ever made? I did that (laughs) springing off of the Biden incident. But I didn't want it to be a biden Biden. Nah. So we just, what's the biggest Biking. mess, you know? Toilet yeah. paper, garage? Oh, I, I just had garbage. a recent one. I am with you, sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll discuss. Oh, um, yeah, go to our Facebook page. When we come back, we'll have some things that make us go, huh? Guess who was almost cast in the role that Will Smith played in the movie Men in Black? It is a total opposite of Will Smith. Wonder what it would have done to the movie. Better? Or worse, I'll tell you who that is. Uh, And some other dumb things you don't really need to know, but you'll be happy that you did. That when we return on Donna and Steve. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve, when did you get here? I've been here the whole time. Hey, I want to talk with you about my underwear again, if I may. Oh, God. All right, listen, you know that I love my chill boys. They are bamboo boxer briefs, but here is what's happening. I've loved them from the first time that I put them on my legs. Instantly felt the difference. So cool and so comfortable. So now, anytime that I have to put on some stupid underwear Uh that aren't chill boys, Uh I feel like an idiot. You should. You should. They are a local company offering great men's underwear, but can I point out, Steve, that Mm -hmm. um, ladies, if you're tired of thongs making you feel like you've got a constant wedgie, (laughs) might I suggest you get yourself a pair of soft bamboo boxers from chill boys? I've always said that I would never wear a thong, but I'll tell you this. If my buddies at chill boys made a thong... (laughs) I'd try it on. I'm just saying I would try it on. Hey, if you want more information, you can go to chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean with us for a little while longer as well. Hello. Hello. Hey, yeah. Okay. I love the movie Men in Black. It was great. It starred, of course, Will Smith opposite Tommy Lee Jones opposite. Do you know who was originally offered the role that Will Smith played? I've never seen the movie. Oh, Donna, you would like it. That's great. Really? Yeah, you like aliens, right? I was going to say, isn't it an alien type of thing? Oh, maybe I did see. I don't know. What's it about? It's about (laughs) aliens. That's it? Yeah, it's about aliens coming and then Will Smith getting recruited to work for this secret organization. Think kind of like the CIA, but only in search of aliens. And then they're on the prowl and they're dressed in black, men in black. Is it campy? Uh, it's summer 90s blockbuster. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who would have been considered? Yeah. I'm going to say Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, she says. Uh, mm. Donathan, do you want to... Uh, let's say um, Charles Nelson Riley. That would be different. A very different casting. That's uh, funny. Will Smith's part in Men in Black was originally offered to David Schwimmer. Oh, oh hell no. no. But he turned it down, so it would have been Ross and Tommy Lee Jones. I wonder why he turned no. it down. 
That's a good qu- uh, question. Um, he was right at the launching point, coming off of Friends having their first successful season or two, becoming this smash breakout hit. Maybe his agent said, ah, this is weird. This is a, it's an alien summer movie, dude. You're Ross right now. Let people get to know you as him. Don't confuse your friends. Hmm. I feel like Tommy Lee Jones in the movie, his character would have gotten much more irritated much more quickly with David Schwimmer than Will Smith portraying the character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ross with him, yeah. Oh, God, it just would have been a completely different movie. It really would have I been. just think uh, Will Smith is so good in it. So good. I just can't imagine anybody else. I do love Tommy Lee Jones. What was the movie that he did with Harrison Ford where Harrison Ford's like, I didn't kill my wife. Fugitive. He the goes, fugitive. I don't care. Oh, Such a great, great. scene. Thanks, guys. Reenact. Yeah, the thanks, Donna. Yeah, or you, let us know if you'll do any more dramatic readings. That was super moving. <laughs> super moving. <laughs> <laughs> there were more than 61 million people using pagers in 1994 to go back to the mid-90s. Do you guys ever have one? Yeah. No. No. It was a little bit before my time. My dad had one. I remember my dad had one, and it was really exciting. One of my good friends always had one, and when it would be, she'd have to like go find a payphone, yeah, to yeah. call back the number. I'm like, who, and people were always using nine one one. Well, this was I had one for work. Got it. We had, you know, what were you doing, Don? What uh, job? Dealing drugs? No. You were part of a cartel, <laughs> and you're just getting beat up today. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I was doing an event marketing thing. I was in Branson, Missouri, and I was promoting um, a credit card, and I would go nice. around to different theaters, and we had several people on our team that were just out doing this. It was for GM Motors, oh, and then nice. our team would talk about you know who was getting off when and which theater we needed to go to next, signing right. people up for credit cards, and they could win a car. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's great. Event marketing. Well, anyway, 61 million people use pagers at 94. The number is down to about 2 million today. People are still using them? But it's mostly in hospitals. Mm. Doctors use pagers, some form of a pager. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Feature a lot, yeah. You think, the, really? That's what it says. That's interesting that they're still doing that. Hmm. Because you do picture doctors with a pager. Pager. Yeah, in those in the scrubs. They Pager, hate the I don't scrubs. even know her. That's funny, Donna. Because you can do it with almost anything that ends with an er sound. I like that. Thank you. Hang on. I have more. Don't worry. Hang on. It's a long show. Okay. Just wrote that down. I want to use that later. Pager. <laughs> um, okay, now let's talk about the word Nazi. Let me explain. Okay. The words Nazi and nacho both come from the same Latin word. What is that word, you asked? Ignatius. In Germany, the word Ignatius evolved into the name Ignaz 
which was shortened to Nazi and actually became a generic term for German peasants before it was totally taken over <clears throat> by the Nazi party. Meanwhile, in mm. Mexico, mm. Ignatius became the name Ignacio, mm. and that was the first name of the chef who created nachos. Okay, hear me out for a second. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. When I was young, mm-hmm, my, mm-hmm. Um, my brother and sisters were in <laughs> drum and bugle corps, and there was this guy, I can't remember his name, and I was just a little girl, and he always told me that he had a flea in his hands, and his name was Ignatz. And so whenever I hear, oh. it, you said Ignatz, you know, yeah. but I instantly thought of his pet flea. So thank you for that nostalgic oh, so the, moment. So for... the flea was named Ignatz. Correct. And that this is the only other time I've ever heard that word. And it brought me back to some place. Oh, that's in my so youth. beautiful for you. Thanks. That guys. was really powerful. <laughs> Hang on a second. What? D- drum and bugle corps. Mm-hmm. You were in it? Well, I was in the um, color guard, which you was an were? offshoot of it. Yes, oh, it was the Garfield gosh. Cadets. Yes, and wow. I was in the Garfield Cadet plebes. Oh, my the, uh, gosh. I don't even know what a plebe is. Plebe. And that, did you, did, does that mean you had a flag situation <laughs> yeah, or you held like an unloaded I rifle? Was a, I was a rifle. Oh, you flipped Donna. a flag around and a rifle? Can We need to see these skills at some point. I do yeah. have some pictures. I'll show you. I was oh. very young. Oh, I'd love to see these, Donna. You know, your pictures from your childhood is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, I heard. We learn new parts of you. Oh, no. Dawn, I don't know if you know this, but every time... I go on Twin Cities Live for whatever reason, co-hosting, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Boom, up goes the picture of me with braces. Another one where I look like a dude. Oh, um, you look like a nice guy. <laughs> Anybody would trust that guy. That guy looks like he's in a band. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he's Every learning carpentry. Stinking time. Oh, my gosh. Steve thinks it's hilarious. It's great. God, that's rude. Um, Taco Bell started as a hot dog stand. I'll give you that one real quick. Oh, that's fun. And then tell you this, movies and TV shows that feature time travel, uh-huh. they say they are banned in China. So don't, like, can't bring <laughs> Quantum Leap if you go to Beijing. What? You have to, hmm. can't have those. They don't want that idea put into the head. Yes. I don't know. Jing Lai, do you know anything about that email? No, Is that true? Hey, from Jane. China. We love you. Uh, when we come back, hey, uh, The Handmaid's Tale is back. There's a series in development that I think you'd be interested in, Steve. If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org. Excited about this. Welcome back to the show, by the way, Donna and Steve. Producer Dawn. Dawn, did you watch all the seasons? I haven't. I stopped after season one. Um, I it was pretty dark. Yep. And I just, I just. It's like a tractor beam for Donna. It's just something else came (laughs) up to watch, and then I just got behind. But I would like to watch it again. And now that I know I only have really two seasons to watch of it, I Mm -hmm. would like to catch up. Yeah, I mean, every time I start a new season, because I let the the third season sit for a while, Mm -hmm. once I started it, I went, I just cannot believe that this is still this good. Oh, good. It has just really maintained its, you know, mm, captivation. 
Yeah, we'll let that go. So, hmm. captivating nature. Oh, I love I that. Uh, April 28th is the date, and uh, a new trailer trailer has been released. Just came out yesterday. Do you want to just play a little bit of it? Yeah. I'll just give it a little listen. All right. Return to Gilead. Would you be subject to danger of torture, a risk to your life, or a risk of cruel and unusual treatment or punishment? I'm looking for June Osborne. You're better off without her. Everyone that helps her ends up on the wall. She has eluded your soldiers for 19 days. Sam Lydia, find her and bring her to me. Ooh. You know, as good as um, Elizabeth, um, what's her face is? Moss. Thanks. Um, I tell you that. Aunt Lydia and Dowd. Oh, she's so she great. Is off the charts, like unbelievable. Like she I was... put her up there with like Olivia Coleman. Yes, those fabulous, you know, ac- actresses who can do anything. Yes, she's so good. She was also in The Leftovers. I don't know if you ever oh, yeah. watched that. No, I never did. But that's a really interesting one. It has Justin Theroux. Um, I knew that, and it's just a. It's very. Odd, kind of like Handmaid's Tale. Really? Yeah. Interessante. Yeah. Nice. April 28th, guys, Hulu. April 28th. I just wanted to give a heads up. Okay. Now, uh, Sylvester Stallone this morning. <laughs> he um, posted on Instagram, I think it's Instagram, a treatment for a Rocky prequel series. Oh. And it's handwritten, and he just showed. Um, he showed it. It's on notebook paper. Stars, okay. they're just like us. Yeah, they use pens. <laughs> he said, "This may be the strangest posting yet, but I started out this morning by writing a treatment for a Rocky prequel for streaming. Oh, Ideally, ten episodes for a few seasons mm. oh. to really get to the heart of the characters in their younger years." He did misspell there. Okay. Mm. That's true to Rocky Balboa. That's true. You know, he's in character. He wrote it in in character. character. (laughs) He said, here's a small portion of how my creative writing process starts. Hope it happens. And then I... First, I pick up my pencil. Hope it happens. I mean, just call anybody. Right? He said, and then I needed to clear my head, so I went fishing. Talk about extremes. Keep punching, my friends. Oh. So... We We just watched that wonderful monologue from Rocky Balboa, oh, yeah, which so is good. Rocky Six. We watched it last night. That's the best one, I think. It's a re- yeah, Rocky Balboa. For all the bad things that Rocky Five was, it just sucked. It was a an alley fight that they weren't even in a ring. Mm-hmm. Rocky Six redeemed all of it. It was so so stinking good. Um, but we were watching that, and I was thinking about just the life that has come out of this Rocky character, and how people have just you just it's the classic underdog story and so the idea that sylvester stallone who won an oscar for the screenplay mm-hmm. for rocky you know yeah. he wrote that whole thing um yeah. it's cool to see him writing it and, and uh, there's something i'm sure to be explored will we yeah, see a young adrian i wonder i don't know um oh good question and it's been speculated would his son play him oh but his son's too old he's um how do you say this name sergey s-e-a-r-g-e-o-h Sergo? 
G E O H. Never heard that name before. Oh. No. I, I don't know. Does anyway, he look like his father? I don't know, but he's 42, so he's too old. Oh, yes. And then he has Sage Stallone. Sage. Here's another thing. Oh, but his son Sage died. Yes, you remember oh. this back in 2012? I don't oh. remember this. At just the age of 36. Oh, no. No, I did not know that. That's extremely sad. Um, but can I just say that he is very nice, cursive. And also, I will link this up for everybody. Um, do you think, like, if a 16-year-old were reading this, that they would have a hard time because it's cursive? They don't teach yeah. cursive anymore, right? Yeah, they, they would definitely have trouble. I think they're phasing it out. Oh. I don't know if it's been entirely abandoned, but it is. it's just as useful as having kids take calculus. <laughs> what are we doing here? No, it's just, yeah, no, it's I, don't think, I think they stopped teaching it quite a while ago. If you have the answer to that uh, speculation, please call. Call now, 651-641-1071. Yeah, I'd be down for this. I love all the Rocky movies. Yeah, me too. I think it would be really, really fun. It would just be such a throwback. You know, it would feel nostalgic. It'd be set in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, this would be amazing. I bet you anything that he's on the horn with Hulu, Netflix, oh, somebody. I mean, who wouldn't want to? This would be an instant success. So yeah. many people mm-hmm. would watch it. Yep, It would be so great for them to invest in this. And imagine all the success that the Creed spinoff has had. Yep. Right? With Michael yep. B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone and that. It's absolutely. I'm pumped. And this would be, let's see, we first met Rocky in 1976. So you're right. It would be probably in the early to mid 60s yeah. that it would take place. We do have phones coming in right oh, now, well, Steve. So I'm oh, sure means... it's about the cursive. Sure. Oh, boy. Here we go. We're going to have a lot of people feeling a lot. I'll say this quickly as we get the curse of people on the line. Uh, Cameo, you know that website that you go to if you want to have a celebrity shout-out for your yep. for a birthday or graduation yep, like a, party. Like a video from a celebrity, yep. Yeah, it is uh, now valued at $1 billion. Are you serious? I am serious. They just uh, raised $100 million in funding yesterday. Kind of imagine like Cameo went to the Shark Tank. They, they gained $100 million in that and are now valued. That was at a valuation of $1 billion. Dang, that's amazing. Okay, Dawn's got a Yeah, caller. we have Lori on the phone, and she wants to talk about cursive. Hi, okay. Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, how are you? Oh, we're doing Good. well. Lori, I got a feeling that you got some uh, feelings about cursive handwriting. Oh, yeah. My son is 30, and he when, they, when the state of Minnesota went with standardized testing as part of their curriculum, they got rid of cursive because they had to practice and do those standardized testing. And so oh. cursive fell by the wayside. They didn't have enough time. For How it. long ago was this? Uh, like I said, he graduated in 2009. Okay. And yeah, way back, you know, so he can read mine because he's familiar with it. But most people, you, it's literally like a foreign language. You, oh someone gosh. has to read it to them. Interesting. Really? It's probably like, oh, do you yeah. remember shorthand? Yeah. That yes. secretaries would... That, yes. <laughs> yeah, like I, that just looked like gibberish to me. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But it was all due to, you know, standardized testing in the school systems. Got okay. it. Thank you, Lori. Lori, nice yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for Bravo. listening. Bye. Bye. Oh. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> I like hearing a hang up. I you know, you too. can't really, you can't slam the phone down anymore. I don't like to cut people off. Yeah. You mm. know, I don't want them to be like, thanks so much for, 
And I'm just like, <laughs> boom. Bye. Um, okay, I wanted to talk to you guys about this thing that Drew Barrymore is doing and to see what your opinion is. Okay. Because we know that cursive has gone, you know, by bye the bye. Yep, gone bye bye. And people don't really read magazines much anymore. But Drew Barrymore is about to launch a lifestyle magazine that focuses on her passions like beauty and travel and food. And it's going to debut exclusively at Walmart stores on June 14th for $9.99, to which I say nay. Mm. A magazine? That's yeah. a lot of money. No. The, no. Have you seen how much magazines are these days? Oh, like, no. They're like $14.99. I, no. I picked up like a, a time that had the Virgin Mary on it because I'm like, I'll send this to my mom. It was like... <laughs> Twenty dollars. Yeah. I wow. and then they put out a bunch of ones. There's one with Jesus on it. I was gonna get the whole collection. Sorry, Jesus and Mary. You were like Jesus. <laughs> twenty dollars. What would Jesus do? Not sell <laughs> not, a magazine for twenty dollars. Right. Yeah. It, oh, I don't know when they got that expensive, but anyway, Drew says she's always loved magazines because of the paper and the experience, and they've been a huge part of her life. There's okay. I'm with that. They're a huge part of um her inspiration for everything she does and this project she's been working on for two years and it was partially inspired by working on a magazine ad campaign for her flower beauty brand a few years ago and so she's going to take on the role of editor-in-chief you still on your chair? Sorry, I just I just accidentally need my desk really oh, hard. Oh, okay, I thought you were doing like a name drop for... Oh, no, yeah. she for, she did for the flower brand. She did mag drop earlier. She was dropping some mag magazine knowledge, but oh, I let that go. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Um, so I just don't know about this. I mean, I would buy it. I would read it. Uh, Ten bucks. I don't like that. Yeah. But um, she says she realizes that you know magazines are struggling. Sure. She's yeah. not going to do much on the digital side. She's just going to have a landing page online and a newsletter. Mm. But it's going to be more of like a bookazine. And it's going to be driven by consumer revenue, not necessarily advertising revenue. I think this is cool. I wonder if we will see a resurgence, like a legitimate one, not just uh, like a niche. Hey, we still like books or we still like magazines. But like I'm curious, in 10 years, will... Because I do think that fatigue is setting in with people in regards to reading things on their phone, reading books on their phone. They're losing a bit of the joy of that experience. You think people are reading books on their actual phone? Yeah. For I, sure. I've read oh. four full books yeah. from the Outlander series. On this tiny series. little screen? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people have... S- bigger phones. Kindles. Bigger phones. Well, okay. Kindle, I, I get. Yeah, the the phone I don't like because I know that it's where all the other stuff is. It's where work is. Oh. It's where all these other social media platforms are. The Kindle is a step in the right direction, but I have found, like I said yesterday, I feel like I'm just going back to, if I'm getting a book, I'm ordering the book or listening to a book on Audible. I'm not going to read on my phone. I'm not going to read on an iPad. I'm not going to read on a tablet. I want the experience of opening the book. I get excited when I pass an actual book, physical book. And so I wonder, will that just be like a niche thing where some people are kind of interested or in 10 or 20 years due to fatigue, could we see it reverse? Could bookstores come back in fashion? I would love that. I would really love that. I do too, because I I have both uh, books on my phone and 
physical copies, and I prefer the physical yeah, copy. I do, too. There's just something cool about it. Yeah. By the way, the, the magazine from Drew Barrymore will be called Drew, which makes me wonder, because Justin Bieber has a brand called Drew. Is that going to be a copyright issue? Oh, that's right. Because oh. he's got that um, fashion brand. And she's also going into, like, homeware stuff, too. Yep, yep. So it's not just the magazine. It's, like, pay, you know, like uh, pot holders and... Right. Oh. Like she's Magnolia. already got um, beauty and home brands. Oh, yep. she does. Okay. Yep. That's a great... I think this Flower. is a great thing for her, because her talk show sucks. Does it really, And it's Dawn? not going to be around and for a And she's going to do some, some talk show stuff, else. like Dear Drew... Yeah, she's gonna do that. What sucks about it? Because she's such a likable person. She's really likable. Yeah. Oh, it just feels like it's just painful. <laughs> it really isn't. It never got better. I just oh. it it just felt really like two friends sitting around, but it's two friends that you don't want to be friends with. Oh, two inside. Two inside. Like oh. when she had her friends on there, like from from Charlie's Angels. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Just, she just doesn't, I don't know. And if it's too friendly where you're not getting any useful information in an interview for the viewer, yeah. that's when inside baseball doesn't feel like, oh, thanks for letting us sit in, but it's like, what was the point of this? Right. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's natural to her. It just Got always it. feels kind of weird. I, I'm so sorry. I know she's a sweet person. It's okay. We all can't be good at everything. Yeah. That's true. We got to go. Okay. Um, when we come back, though, I don't know if we're being pranked or if this actually happened. A celebrity who fixed his teeth. I'll Did tell you. Did you think this is an April Fool's I thing? don't I do. know. I didn't even I think do. about that yeah, until right now. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll tell you who it is when we come right back on My Talk. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, producer Don McLean. All right, let us discuss. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Michael Strahan has had that gap between his front teeth since he was a kid, right? Obviously, he could have always afforded to fix them, but he hasn't. In fact, in the past, he has embraced it. I think there was an interview with Barbara Walters where she asked him about it, and he said, I, this is who I am. I'm not perfect. I don't want to try to be perfect. But yesterday, he posted a video of himself getting it fixed once and for all. Now, some people are doubting it's legitimate because it's April Fool's Day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And just one week ago, mm-hmm. he tweeted, I rock my gap with pride. It's who I am. Oh, boy. Yep. So some people think You're he right. just has a removable dental piece You're put right. in there. Yeah. We were, I was fooled last night. I watched it. Didn't even think about the proximity to April 1st. And I, I know, but bait, Like a big he, dumb bass. Wouldn't he post that tomorrow? Nope. You play the long game. Tomorrow, <laughs> it's too easily readable. You catch people off guard, and then you reveal it on April 1st. There was something on the talk show, I think, that a, a dentist created a flipper thing for him that's oh. a piece to 
so that he could see what he would look like. Uh, and now he's going to get the the procedure done, which can be easily done with clear aligners. Huh. That's like the easiest thing to do with clear aligners is to move gaps together. Oh, you know, those. Was yeah. he on GMA this morning? I believe so. Yeah, probably uh, should have checked in with them. Ah. Yeah. Did he have it? Uh, and, uh, that's that's what Anybody Twitter watch? seems to think. Yep. Is that tomorrow he's going to pull prank. it out? Yeah, you can't pull any pranks anymore like that on April Fool's. He he does look really different and really good. Yeah. I mean, he looked good before, but he looks, I think he looks really cute. Well, I I don't know. This is, what's what what makes it a prank is that a week ago he said, I rock it with pride. Yeah. And then this pops up. This is all a long con. Mm-hmm. And he'll click it right out of his teeth tomorrow on GMA. Saliva still on it. George Ew. Stephanopoulos in a rage will throw it against the wall. Oh. You got us. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds this like is something it. we need to watch. For yeah, sure. I know. I'm going to tune in. <laughs> I, I know. We'll be hearing all sorts of pranks. Yeah. I bet, he was, I bet he wasn't on GMA this morning. I feel like we would have seen something on Twitter. I have a feeling he wasn't on GMA oh. this morning. All the stuff is him from yesterday. You're right. Right, because it says, why is Michael Strahan not on Good Morning America? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know something else that's a prank that I want to mention. That uh, Green Giant said they're coming out. They've teamed up with Peeps (laughs) and that they are going to come out with Cauliflower Peeps. Okay, yeah, that's a prank. Yeah, that's totally a prank. Yeah, they're dummies. Remember I said that the president's dog nipped somebody earlier? I wish that was a prank. Oh, maybe it is. Volks. Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Volkswagen did an April Fool's joke. People are doing it early, Donna. This is like the new thing. Don't do it on April Fool's. That's passe. It's on the nose. They said, we know 66 is an unusual age to change your name, but we've always been young at heart. Introducing Volkswagen, similar to Volkswagen, but with a renewed focus on electric driving, starting with our all-new, all-electric SUV, the ID.4, available today. Volkswagen. (laughs) Are you in good hands? Mm. That's nice. So that's a joke, too. We should do a joke. This is not a joke. What part? There's a new term on Urban Dictionary for people who brag about getting the COVID vaccine. Oh, they're vax yes. holes. What? Vax. What? V-A-X. Vax. Holes. Holes. I've been, sp- I spent all morning trying to find an appointment. Can't oh, find Dawn, click on the link that I put in there. Oh, honey, I did. You did? This you still so can't great. find one? It's <laughs> yeah. like the best. I mean, What's listen, so... though, it's just Shut up, Steve. impossible. They just released it to everyone yesterday. I found yeah. one for the 5th of April. I, I'm not, I didn't take it because I already have an appointment, but if I could find one today, and it updates every minute. Oh, my God. So I, I was keep putting checking. in every zip code for CVS because they did a little trick on, it's like, if they, says, if they say all appointments are taken, go to another state's website, find one that's open, and then it'll open the menu for you to search hmm. your own state. Oh, I did not have that. 
this is only for CB, CBS. CBS. Oh, L- the L- one L- that L- I have gave me Walmart, Walgreens, oh. CVS. Uh, yeah, they did. I just only chose CVS because that's where I get my prescription. Oh, I chose anything, oh. anywhere, and it'll okay. bring up all sorts of pharmacies. Okay, I'll do that next. Okay. <laughs> Don't be a vax hole. Get yeah, your don't, jabber. Don't post your vaccine card because people can rip off your info. Yeah, don't do yeah. that. Yeah. But do go to um, do go to Staples to get your free lamination. Hey! Okay. Oh, cool! Yeah. Everything entertainment. <laughs> lamination. Oh man, we'll be right back. <laughs>